Hey, Dave, have you seen any exotic islands in your own eyes? Mm, no. How about some uh, exotic dancers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a good old boy. Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And what are we talking about today? Uh, strippers? Strippers? No. <laughs> uh, we're talking about whiskey. Okay. All right. We've well. gotten that clarified. All right. Because um, <laughs> we're the Whiskey Sippers, that's what we talk about. Um, that's what we do. Well, if you heard the music in the background, mm-hmm. we're going to be drinking some Boss Hog by Ooh. Whistle Pig. Very fancy schmanchies. Good stuff. Uh, but we're doing the Warriors and Kings episodes, mm-hmm. and we did a King last one, and now we're going to do a Warrior. I and like it. with this newest boss hog, that number eight is Lapu Lapu, who is a Warrior, and we were going to learn about him. We're going to go down the around the islands and talk about that. I'm very excited to learn about yeah. him. That intro was a little loud. What do you think? Yeah, it you're was, very intense. Must not have messed with the levels right. So, I mean, I'm still learning this new yeah, board. You have, you know, high tides, low tides. You, know, you got to be very careful with the levels <laughs> when you're out there sorry. in the ocean. <laughs> right? See how I tied that in? Yeah, I, mean, I did like it with the Lapu Lapu. Yeah. Hey, I like the it. islands. The islands. This isn't very an island song, but, no, but it's a boss, boss hog. Boss like hog. It. There right. you go. So it's a celebration today. We're celebrating. It's their ceremonial once a year celebration. I like it. You know, I'm, we're doing kind of like a farewell mm-hmm. as I embark on this next adventure with NASA. Uh, but we're also celebrating. Uh, I think we're just going to, we were talking about this earlier. We're going to start like a, a once a year trend, uh, specifically mm-hmm. with this bottle. So every year we're going to get the Boss Hog mm-hmm. and we're going to cook some steaks. Mm-hmm. We're going to drink the Boss Hog mm-hmm. on a podcast, smoke some really good cigars. And that's it. Happy that, that celebration us. I was hoping there was going to be more. <laughs> I don't know why there's nothing. I'm going to wine and dine you and then nothing? <laughs> what is this? Wine and dine you, then boss hog you? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just uh, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. A little bit, yeah, but it was good I think throw. we took that, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was steak throw up, so that's okay. <laughs> we swap throw up. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so we're going to drink. It's so good, it's so good. Boss hog eight, Lapu Lapu is the name. Um, last year, we missed the seventh edition. Uh, which was the Magellan, and that actually got a ton of great reviews. I was trying to find it like a little late in the game. It's kind of like a one and done. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get, and then it get the price. Like if you can find it, it's like thousands of dollars. Right. I mean, it's already without looking it up. I would guess. I would assume that the Whistle Pig Boss Hog is probably the highest, like MSRP, like not secondary. Because you're gonna Google like the most expensive whiskey bottles. Yeah, they're gonna you're get gonna secondary get, pricing. You're gonna get all secondary pricing. Yeah, that's I think great. MSRP. This is this is it. This is the top of the the food chain, if you will. Um, so what I was saying about number seven last year, ton of great reviews. I believe it won world's best whiskey or best rye, best rye. Um, what is it like San Francisco World Spirits competition? I don't know if that's like one of the pinnacles, like the the highest. You know, because there's always awards. And I immediately go right to like the uh, barbecue circuits. Mm-hmm. You know, every guy's got like, oh, I got number one best, uh, you know, barbecue ribs or whatever. I got like best yeah. pork or brisket. Voted it's by like, who? <laughs> yeah, it's like there's so many different competitions. It's like you're number one by whom? When there's like, so I don't know. I don't know what that really means, but yeah, it exactly. seems like every brand has lots of awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never know who's, where are they getting it from? From what authority? So. San Francisco World Spirits competition. Does that mean it's the world's best rye, or just they thought it was the world's? The best? The people in San Francisco thought it was the best. 
All right. So, you know, as your wife said, we're whiskey snobs, and I'm starting to believe it. The more I talk to non-whiskey drinkers or just people that think they know whiskey, mm-hmm. we're turning into whiskey snobs. We are turning. And I think this is a good, this is a good place for us to be, is doing a whistle pig. Yeah, I do too. I've been looking forward to this for a while. And I don't. I know we've done like a whistle pig like way back when we first started. God. And uh, I think that was what was the piggyback that we did. Yeah. So piggy, we went that's the ten like year their, piggyback. That's like their end, six year. Six year piggyback. So I'm we sorry. went to their entry level, mm-hmm. and now we're going right to the top. We're skipping over the ten and twelves, eighteens, we're going 15s to the, and whatever. We're going to the head of the class. <laughs> we're hitting the seventeen, eighteen year old ones. Is that illegal? No, we're hitting it hard in the paint yeah. today. So yeah, Whist- Whistle Pig uh, is a great brand. It's known for the rise and uh, Dave Pickerel, you know, the godfather to uh, bourbon, to craft bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, kind of gave them their start. And it seems like they have a lot of mad scientists, and they every year they do a lot of cool finishes and things with rise, different blends and stuff like that. I'm so, so looking forward to this. Yeah, so let's. We got this cracked open. We've been letting it breathe for a minute. So, um, yeah, let's talk about this particular rye, and then we'll have a quick sample. Okay. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, Boss Hog 8, it's a straight rye whiskey. It says it's aged for nearly 18 years in new American oak, followed by a double finish in high toast barrels that previously held small batch, single island aged Filipino rum. Filipino rum? Yeah. Mmm, it's those Filipinos. Like the Lady Boys? <laughs> the Lady Boys. Like Lady know. Boy Rum? I'm thinking more like Arnel Pineda. Who's that? Ooh. Arnel Pineda. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, he's Filipino, right? He's Filipino. Yeah, play that again. <laughs> that just needs to be like something all the time now. <laughs> hey, where are we going again? Where are we going again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so okay. great. I love it. I love so it. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Pineda's I don't think it's legal to run on the highway, by the way. He didn't say he was running on the highway. He, he said highway, highway run. He wants the highway to run. I, what does that mean? I don't know. Let's get. Let's move forward. Let's move <laughs> okay. on. So, all right. So a lot of things going on there. High toast barrels. It sounds like there was two different barrels and then they mixed it or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. Uh, so the Philippines is one of the world's lesser-known rum producers. I didn't even know they made it. Uh, the rum barrels from Boss Hog 8 uh, made their long journey from a small island just southwest of Kibu, where the famous battle occurred. Hmm. They previously held small-batch rum for between 7 and 10 years, just like the rye whiskey. Extended barrel aging enriches the rum's vanilla, caramel, oak notes, and kind of mellows the flavor and overall profile while adding the complexity to the spirit. Hmm. A, a high toast final imparts another dimension of toffee and spice flavor. So it kind of got to give us some, like, talking points on what we should be tasting. Okay. From the rum, rum side of the house, but, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Let, we want to know more about this? Let's see. On the heels of Magellan's Atlantic, so that was the last one, uh, it was a great challenge to find the perfect finish for the most special rye barrels in our warehouses. So this is coming from the uh, actual Whistlepig site. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we were already uh, tracing Magellan in depth when we discovered Lapu Lapu's story. So they're kind of c- caught up in that in the same region. Uh, they tracked down the best Philippine rum barrels that they could find. 
Before aging the rum seven to ten years, the barrels were coopered from an American oak and originally held bourbon. You say rum a lot. Do I? You said rum a whole bunch of times. Yeah, well, there's a lot of rums in there. Okay. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Okay, sorry. Go on. <laughs> Tell me more. Every time you say rum, I'm going to do that. So it sounds like they essentially sent the spirits and mm-hmm. barrels back and forth. So it says like it went back from uh, Vermont to Ireland and then to the Philippines. And they're waiting like forever for them, right? Yeah, so they did like a 10-year small batch from the kit, and then they did a 7-year se- also. Hmm. So, yeah, let's see. Anything worth mentioning there? Um, yeah, given its lengthy history for odd barrels, it's hard to believe that Whistlepig hasn't done more with rum finishing. Is one of the notes. Like, yeah, like we've done some rum finishes before that we mm-hmm. enjoyed. Like when we were learning – about whiskey originally we kind of went for those cool finishes because mm-hmm. it added a lot of sweeter notes like the uh what's the one redemption yeah that was one of our favorite ones right off the rip yeah i like it a lot the rum cask it, finish it's just a good entry level uh but that was a bourbon this is a rye so i feel like it's gonna be a little bit spicier a little bit more punch to it i'm hoping so straight rye whiskey double finished in rum casks whistle pick was the distillery uh limited release so once a year the mash bill's undisclosed, but they're kind of all rye, I think. I gotta have a high rye, yeah, high uh, high rye mash. It's gotta be, yeah, or hundred. I think it's hundred percent. We're gonna find out. Um, the age set, it's undisclosed, but doing a little research, they said one seventeen year. It's like just past seventeen or like almost eighteen years. So, okay. uh, it's proofed. Two different barrels, 104.8 and 106.6 mixed to get this final. FM. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. And MSRP around 500 to $600. Jesus. Oh, boy. So uh, <laughs> shall we smell <clears throat> We shall. fancy bottle? We shall. Ooh. Oh, there you go. I'm smelling it. I got some you, bananas what right do off you, the rip. What do you smell? Like something tropical, maybe? Maybe like a pineapple in there? Apricot? Yeah, a little bit of like a fruity kind of note. But then you get your typical vanilla molasses type of thing. And some kind of spice. Nutmeg. Like a nutmeg in an apple pie. That's okay. What I get. I got something that I think will throw off a lot of people. I know I was talking to... Uh, one of my whiskey guys recently, he's like, yeah, I like some of those, like, ryes or whatever, but um, anything that has, like, a mint in there, I'm done. Mm-hmm. can't do it. And I kind of caught a little bit of mint. Really? I catch, like, a little bit of rosemary. Like a, Okay. You know what I mean? It's some grainy, fragrant. like, herby. Yeah, yeah, herby, but a fragrant herby. Hmm. Should we on the palate? Let's, uh, let's cheers to that. Cheers to this. Here it goes. Break that glass. Oh, Dave went right in. He's excited. Like a toucan in there. Mm. Ooh. Mm. What do you got there? Ooh. Like, uh, I don't know, it's bright. Very, it's it's not as, the mouth feels very, uh, very light. I didn't expect that. All right, so I uh, jumped right in there. Yeah, very, very sweet. I wouldn't say a lot of that. Like the heat comes late. That like cinnamon type of thing. A little bit of burnt pineapple. But I get that. Yes. Yeah. Very islandy. 
How do they do that? I don't know, but you know what? This is phenomenal. Yeah, so it's like your typical bourbon with that caramel, vanilla, molasses type of thing, and then you're getting like, yeah, burnt pineapple, maybe like a lemon in there. And then I'm getting like almost like a tea at the end, like a mint tea. Yeah, but you know what? I A lot of lip smacking going on here. (laughs) Dude, I'm like touching myself drinking this. This, I don't know. I'm almost thinking it's it deserves its own bottle. Its own like intro. Kind of bo- talking about this kind of like Okay. Should we do oh, like something a, for us? I think I'm gonna have the big O drinking well, I this mean, stuff. If it, if it happens, it happens. Well you know what? Then we should we should just lay the atmosphere for this one. All right. Break it down for us. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sweet on the palate. Yeah. Mm. Tropical. Mm. Yeah. Taste that burnt pineapple. Oh, not a bit here. No. No punch of cinnamon. Yeah. That caramel, that vanilla. Yeah. Green tea finish. Maybe a little pepper in there. Yeah. Ooh, maybe some apples. Want some apples with that? It was worth it. it That's all I can do to do a straight face on that one. Man, this is good. Wow, you really went with that. I did go with it. Yeah. I guess I'll uh, recede the waters here. Uh, (laughs) You taste kumquat? (laughs) I definitely feel it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and um, dry. Like a late dryness maybe a little bit of oak that just kind of stops the flavor i yeah. wish it went a little bit longer but that oak just kind of sits heavy at the end yeah it does it's just kind of like uh, uh oh steve's trying to catch a noceum yeah i saw him now what's going on there but, ninja yeah i know what the fuck so yeah what do you think i like it i like it a lot <clears throat> yeah i think it's a uh you know it's definitely the highest price point you possibly get but uh I think just the idea of it, the way it's packaged, a special occasion. I love the I think box. It's, it's, I think it's, it's really fun. Neat. Like so, this actually came a very dangerous box. Um, the top comes off of it, and it just has two little latches. So kind of have to grab underneath just in case. Because if you don't realize just it, it and just yeah, oh, and uh, it the shape of the glass is typical to most uh, whistle pigs. And I think they add a little bit with the boss hog, but this year they it's almost like they added another inch on the bottom of the glass. Yeah, because those taller. two whistle pigs up there are just, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit taller than those. Yeah. So I think they're they're adding to it. And then on the top, it probably has the most substantial um, topper. The topper's it's a heavy. Pewter. You know, this one has the actual warrior with the sword on there. You know, dressed as a you know pig, dressed as a warrior. And I know we had the. Uh, Spirit of Mauve, the -hmm. box was a uh, coffin, and then had like the pig on top, like dressed like a Undertaker or something like that. Yeah, this this is fantastic. I'm I'm upset I didn't get the Magellan. Heavy duty, but uh, yeah, this is definitely a solid pour. Um, If you can if you can swing it and if you can find it, just you know, just do it. Special occasion. This is a boss for your birthday. Boss hog lapu lapu. Yep. So you want to tell them a little bit about lapu lapu? Yeah. Um, Let's see. So we kind of talked about 
last year was Magellan. So it was based off of the navigator, Ferdinand Magellan. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, named, obviously, the strait that he sailed to was named after him because mm-hmm. he was sailing towards the Spice Islands, which is modern-day Malaku of Indonesia. Like a yep. <laughs> Thank you. Nailed it. Yeah, Pretty I took good. Malaku in high school. But. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> so he, he landed on the shores of Guam over three months after, you know, shipping it across. <laughs> how big and, is Guam? Uh, apparently, how, how, how big, big is, Guam? is Guam? The size of Guam. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're here. Oh, I think it's been the there. Size, I think it's the size of Guam. <laughs> how no. big is Guam? Okay, go on. Like Connecticut? Must be an old man thing. Go ahead. Yeah, Rhode Island? I don't <clears> know. <throat> so he found Guam. Yeah. So uh, apparently they were scurvy stricken. And they went to Guam, and they burned and looted the village. So, you know, who doesn't? Yeah, right. When you go to Guam. So then they continue on to the Philippines, and they dropped anchor near the island of uh, Mactan. Mm-hmm. And so as colonial warriors do, uh, they saw the island as, like, a, a resource. So, okay. like, hey, we found this. It's ours. Who yeah. cares who's on it? Um, so they sought claim to it. And there was two chiefs. Dueling chiefs, Zula and Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu. Huh? Sorry. Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu. What is that for? Was that minions? Go on. So Zula professed mm-hmm. his himself and his people to the Spanish crown, mm-hmm. who Magellan was working for the, the Spanish and Portuguese. All right. Um, and the other, Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently he had no intentions in that, and uh, he was well known as keeping the bad guys away. Okay. And uh, so he, so Magellan took offense to Lapu Lapu not. Lapu Lapu. <laughs> he took offense to Lapu Lapu not. Lapu Lapu. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> what guy? Lapu Lapu. Lapu Okay, I'm so done with he misconstrued this idea you. because one guy was like, "Hey, you're, you know, we're your people." You know, they bowed down to him, and the other mm-hmm. guy was like, eh, "Get out of here!" So he gathered his troops together. They jumped off the boat on the shores, and this was like 1521, mm-hmm. and it was rocky coral reefs, and they wanted to have a show of force. So apparently, all the warriors jumped off the boat wearing their armor. They wanted to scare them, and Lapu Lapu wasn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. They weren't afraid of that, so they shot him with poison arrows and basically massacred all the people getting off the boats. Really? I think like the first half of like Magellan's people, they were all like Europeans dressed, and I think they had some like mercenaries with them. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll stay on the boat. You idiots, jump off in your armor. So they massacred the whole group, and the other group just kind of sailed off and you know was lived to tell the story. You would think they would have cut the shit out of their feet, um, like caught, taught walking on the coral. Oh, probably did. Were probably they barefoot or did they have armor on their feet too? I don't know. I've never. <laughs> I don't know. I was just wondering. Maybe. I know yeah. with like the big chest plates and the helmets and shoulder pads and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, do you think it was? Sound, I mean, they shot them in the legs, so they you know they got them. Okay, that probably sucked. Trying to get away like, oh, crap. Son of a bitch. No one's going to leave it. Hey, that's going to leave a mark, you idiot. Like, oh, that burns. 
<laughs> right. 500 other arrows come at you. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. You're oh, like, can't get me. You're like, what the Christ? <laughs> yeah. When you get 30 arrows in your leg. Well, you would you think. I, I think you said coral reef. I'm like, well, shit. They, I bet you they got there. I, I mean, I've you know. I used to surf in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and uh, I've I've been cut up a lot in the coral reef. I, I stepped on one, and I got my like leg caught on one, and I have scars from it, just yeah, from it's sharp little, little incidents like that. Little incidents of big sharks. Yes. Yes. So you know, Magellan was killed there, and his people, and you know, apparently, you know, Magellan was still praised as this like amazing explorer. As they do, mm-hmm. like Columbus, like that little story about that, and uh, Lapu Lapu, Lapu Lapu, <laughs> became known as like the defender of his people, and I think they said he fended off European involvement in invasion for like four decades. Really? So he just, and then the other side of that is like he wasn't really like a chief, and he wasn't really like a leader. He was just like one of like the main outspoken people in that group, and. Somehow his name got carried on. That's what he became famous. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe he was a a warrior of that hmm. battle or something. Maybe he took the lead. Loudmouth. Yeah, it could have been. Could have just been like Ooh. Doing, lapo, lapo. Could have just been doing that a lot. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. He's like, bro, you don't have to yell your name every time you're running at someone. He's like Lapu Lapu. Stop it, dude. Depends on who he's talking to. Yeah. He's like, Oh, there's another guy jumping off the boat. Lapu Lapu. Every time he shot his arrow. <laughs> I mean, every time I shoot my arrow, I yell my name. Lapu lapu. <laughs> See, I found the button. That was me. <laughs> did, Steve. No, Steve's that phone. Hey, what's that over there? <laughs> so, talking about loud mouths. Yeah. Should we ahead. talk about our? You know who? No. Okay. What, what would you like to talk about? Big Dick Hero of the Week. You want to go to that already? Just right to it. Really excited. Huh? Yeah, those bugs are. What do you clean your house? Ever? I do clean. It's disgusting. You suck it. All right. I don't know where they came from. They weren't here until you sat down. You dirty fuck. <laughs> oh. oh, that escalated. Sorry. So, anyways, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's why I want to talk. Like I said, <laughs> this is really about us drinking Boss Hog and eating good food and having a good cigar. Yeah. The yeah. podcast is like secondary to that today. We're really yeah. This is a shorter just- podcast because we just you know as the series goes on, we just want to like. Quick stories, talk about these cool warriors and cool kings and have really good whiskey and good food. Yeah. So that's, that's why yeah. it's like we, you know, gave you the the whole history of the boss hog. We've been waiting to have this boss hog because we know Steve's leaving in a couple days to go with NASA to the uh, the great Bering Sea of uh, Lapu Lapu's. The nether canyons, regions. The nether regions. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to the nether regions somewhere around Uranus. <laughs> well, he's NASA, yeah. so it would make sense. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Should we talk about the big dick hero of the week? Yeah, sure. We probably should. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ask your bitch what's for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Really big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Oh, here it comes. Oh, God. Open your mouth. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Every time. I can't stand getting smacked in the face you, you with a big you old just need, dick. You just need to learn to take it. <laughs> I do need to learn to take it. Yeah. All right. So, let's. T- who is the big dick hero of the week this week? The Rock. <gasps> it's a what the Rock is cooking. Yes. Apparently, he was cooking steak today. <laughs> sweet potatoes. <laughs> yes, with he apple was. Sauce. Don't you forget it. And it was delicious. <clears throat> and you sous vide it mm-hmm. and seared it and seared it and cut it and put it in my mouth. And put a little it was bit amazing. of and squirted a little bit of lapu lapu on it. So. <laughs> 
So no. uh, just a, we we did uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because you know we're talking about things that are boss and about everything he's done in his life is boss. I think he's as boss as it gets. His grand- I mean, he's on my team. He's on my team too. When the zombies come, I'm standing yeah. behind him. Him he's- and Mike Rowe. He's gonna take a shitload. Marky load. Mark. Well, the Rock yep. will take a bunch of lead before he falls down. <laughs> Give me time to run away and hide. <laughs> or maybe he'll just talk him out of it. He might talk about it. He might be like, could you smell? So his yeah. dad, Rocky Johnson, right, yep. was a pro wrestler. Yep. That's very And boss. his mom's dad was also a pro wrestler way back before. They probably didn't even. Before they had like raised. The they just wrestled on the grass in yeah. a field somewhere. In the jungle. Yeah. With their loin crawling. Samoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's part Samoan. Yep. Also boss. Mama Dukes, Samoan. Mama Dukes, Samoan. Yep. Also boss. He's got great tattoos. <laughs> He was a yeah. star standout that, uh, football player. He was. Yeah. In high school. Uh Miami. He started for Miami, didn't he? Yep. Boss. Yep. And then hurt his back. Ooh, not so boss. Not so boss. But mm. yes. He's like, uh, I'm gonna I think he, he joined the Canadian League of Football, whatever that's called. Uh CFL. CFL? Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty out Canadian <laughs> Canadian football league. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like the XFL? No. 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 CFL. Um, the the ex British FL? The ex British. All right. No, so uh, he did Go that. Go save and the then queen. He left to pursue a wrestling career. And then we all know him as The Rock. And it, where he made a buku ton of money, boss. Big then millions. he was like, you know what? Fuck this wrestling. I'm just going to be a superstar. I'm going to make movies. Movie. Boss. And he's amazing. He is. And he's good at what he does. He's a good dude. He's he makes good at what kids' he does. movies. He makes action movies. He makes dramas, I think. adult films. Does? No, I don't know. That'd be you, awesome, you, though, right? I think it's, what if he you did? Think he's got the Samoan stuff on there. What if he did? You'd be watching. You'd be like, oh, and he comes out and he's like, yes, <laughs> he's like, what the cock is cooking? <laughs> like, and then he starts going, and you're and you're sitting the whole time. You're like, oh my god, that's the Rock. <laughs> that's the Rock. You're not even paying attention to him. You're like, oh, that's the I'm Rock. I'm gonna give you the people's cock. <laughs> I can't believe the Rock is banging his chick. <laughs> Just be like, okay. Uh, anyway. So he was my favorite <laughs> mm-hmm. in the WWF. When it was back in the day. We'll see. When I was watching. Was it WWE when he? WWE. It was kind of like the WWF when I watched it when I was young. Like yeah, the Hulk. Hulk Sheik and the Hulk yeah. and uh, Jimmy Snooker and all those other guys. But yeah. I date myself. But he was the, he was like the next phase. And like mm-hmm. in the late 90s, early 2000s when wrestling was bigger than it's ever been. It yeah. will never be that big. No, it won't. No, it won't. Like it was. And I think he was the top of that. Yeah. Chain oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like he was. Stone Cold. Superstar. Yeah, superstar. Thank so, you, Dwayne Rock Johnson. Yeah. And on that Big note. Big Dick Hero of the week. Of the week. Yeah. Should we just. Let's get out of here. Move on up. Let's have go a drink real, some more Have booze. a really good cigar and drink some more whiskey. Yeah. I like that a lot. Cool. Talking about Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He does so, kids movies. He does cartoons. He does a whole what bunch of shit. What can he do? Well, find us on the face pages. Twitter. The Instagrams. TikToks. The interwebs. The Googles. Yeah. Google search it. Google search Google search the whiskey suppers. Yep. Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere Thing, else you don't want to listen things to. Things and stuff. All that kind of shit. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go drink. It's Let's time. be boss. All right. What can I say except you're welcome. welcome. And you're welcome. Love you, mean, and goodbye. Peace, love, NATO, grace. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. You're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs? Hold up the sky.